The idea of a safe injection site is addicts can go to a designated site. The city supplies you clean needles and all the paraphernalia you need to shoot up. They're supervising these people shooting up to make sure they don't overdose. Why are they proposing this? How is this going to solve Well, people think this is going to allow people to go in and shoot up safely, but it encourages people who are experimenting with drugs. Yeah, now you got a place to go and shoot up illegal drugs. It's really a shoot-up den. My guest today is Tony Hall, former San Francisco County supervisor. Nothing is ever going to happen to alleviate this drug crisis in our world if they don't attack the black market that is supplying these drugs. Are San Francisco's safe injection sites helping to end the rampant drug problem or encouraging it? Continue watching to find out. I'm Siamai Korami. Welcome to California Insider. Siamak, <laughs> thank, thank you for having me. We want to talk to you about safe injections. And recently there was a bill that Governor Newsom vetoed. Can you tell us more about this? Well, yeah, that was uh, Scott Weiner uh, authored legislation. He's a state senator from District 11 up in the Bay Area. Uh, they called it safe injection sites. Uh, Newsom vetoed it. And very interesting so because he backed it for the last 22 years. That was one of his pet things that he backed. He vetoed it because he's running for president. Any way you cut it, that's what he's doing. Any way you look at it. He does weekly polling. Uh, his handlers do weekly polling. His handlers saw the tea leaves that people across middle America would not go for this. And so Newsom typically switched horses, backed out, vetoed the bill. Scott Weiner very upset over it. But the truth of the matter is safe injection sites are a failure, a total failure. And if you want me to talk about Can you about explain to us what they are yes, and I can. what's the idea? Yeah, well, the idea of a safe injection site is addicts can go to a designated site. Wiener's legislation called for sites in San Francisco, LA, and Oakland. We already have one in San Francisco that Mayor Breed touted as the fix-all to our drug problem, which is rampant in San Francisco. She opened what she called the linkage center. They don't call it a safe injection site. It opened up in January of this year. Uh, what they are, CMAC, and make no doubt about it, they're just shoot-up sites. You, so you go in there, go there, and you go there drugs. you're a drug addict, you purchase your illegal substance in the black market, you go downtown to Leavenworth and Market, there's a big building and an open plaza, and I had the privilege of touring this about two weeks ago, and you're not supposed to, but no one from the outside can get in. But I got in. Anyway, it was very interesting. They're just shoot-up sites. That's all they are. Now, when they opened in January, the city has budgeted almost $71 million to operate this and several other small safe injection sites in the city. In per January, year, or is it $71 million over a few years? Or? No, no, just for the one year. Wow. Just for the one year. It's a rather large facility. You have inside, you've got maybe 20, 30 cubicles. I wasn't in there long enough to count them before they ushered me out. And people come in there with their 
illegal drug. You sit down, the city supplies you clean needles and all the paraphernalia you need to shoot up. Okay? There's on-site one or two doctors and three or four EMTs, emergency medical personnel. So they're supervising these people shooting up uh, to make sure they don't overdose. The interesting thing is there's no testing on the facility as to what they're shooting up. Because hmm. some, some of these things are mixed now and there's a lot of fentanyl. Exactly, and that was the point I was trying to make. Fentanyl is a killer. Fentanyl is a synthetic opioid which is used now to dilute cocaine, heroin, morphine, anything they, they're buying on the street. Fentanyl is the new uh, killer. It's 80 times more powerful than heroin. Wow. It, is, it sends you on a very extreme high and you come down very quick. It, uh, anyway, getting, this is what the safe injection sites are. So They're, why are they uh, proposing this? How is this going to solve? Well, people like Wiener and Mayor Breed at the time think this is going to uh, allow people to go in and shoot up safely, safe injection sites. And what it does, it encourages drug use. And when they opened in, in January of this year, they were treating 50 people. They were allowing 50 people a day to go in. Supposedly, it's called the linkage center because there, if you indicate you'd like to get treatment, they send you to different uh, drug treatment centers throughout the city. When I went through it, they only had one booth and it wasn't staffed. So that's where they came up with the term linkage center. It's really a shoot-up den. And mm -hmm. so the doctors are not able to test the drug that's being injected. The EMTs are only there to make sure they don't overdose. Now, in all fairness, it probably does eliminate overdosing to some extent. I had the pleasure of talking to one of the doctors and one of the EMTs. They were treating 50 people a day in January. Now they're up to 200 a day. So a lot of people have caught on drug addicts that, gee, if I can get my, my substance from the dealer on the street, I can go down there and not get knocked on the head or robbed of my substance, which was what was happening before. So they go to the safe injection site, they shoot up, they can get a shower and a warm meal. It's called the linkage site because they're supposed to be linked to, to treatment. treatment. But but there's not a lot of effort on getting no, them. No, no, no. That, it's just, so when the mayor first proposed it, she really pumped it up for a year or two. I'm going to have a safe and it's going to save lives. Well, it's encouraged drug use. It's a lot easier to shoot up in a safe environment than it is out on the street. It's a lot safer. But it encourages people who are experimenting with drugs. Yeah, now you got a place to go and shoot up illegal drugs. And so... I hope I'm making sense here to you, but it's a very foolish approach. It should be, what the, the approach they should be taking is not a safe injection site, but a safe treatment site. Where and one thing I've heard that there's not enough treatment beds available for people that want to get, if, if you want to There's not quit, enough programs. There's not. Forget the yeah. beds. There's not enough programs available. For, for, for getting out of the drug. Right. That's the humane approach. You, uh, CMAC, nothing is ever going to happen in it to alleviate this drug crisis in our world if they don't attack 
the black market that is supplying these drugs. Stop and think about this. You're a drug addict. The only place you can get your substance is with the illegal black market, pushing cocaine, heroin, morphine, fentanyl now. And it costs, it costs, you pay that. You're a drug addict, so you, chances are 80, 85, 90% of them can't hold a job. These are addicted, they can't hold a job. Of that, probably 70, 75% are homeless, so they don't even have a home to go to. They can't hold a job. So they have to, how do they get the money to go get the, the drug of choice? Is it the shoplifting? They have shoplifting, they go to Walmart, yeah. They take $80, dollars worth of stuff. There's fencing operations, you know what those are. Yeah, they will sell the, the, right. the goods. Right, uh, set up throughout the yeah. mission in San Francisco. They go down there, they sell, they got $100 worth of goods they've shoplifted. They get $50 in return. They run down to the local drug dealer and they're all over. They're all over, you can see them around the linkage center, linkage center. So it's around that center. Yeah, around there. And they. Why doesn't San Francisco do anything about these drug uh, dealers, the illegal drugs? Is there a reason they're flexible with, with this? Well, that required a DA. It requires the, a DA and a mayor who want to cl clamp down on crime. They're talking that way now. Breed has realized that this linkage center is a failure, so it's only funded through the end of the year. She's not going to refund it. I'm going to crack down on crime. I'm going to do this. The DA is talking about prosecuting drug dealers. I'll believe it when I see it. Uh, but getting back to the point, how do we solve this problem? Do you, do you, yeah. you solve this problem, you have to eliminate the black market. It's a major, major undertaking. In the United States, the black market is about a $500 billion operation selling illegal drugs to drug addicts. So they're exploiting the addicts who are buying the drug. It's about a $2.5 trillion operation worldwide. These, these figures come from the RAND Corporation, the United Nations Drug and Task Force. They all agree. It's a huge business. It would rank amongst the top 10 corporations in America in terms of, and the profit is extreme. What it's done to America, it's doubled or tripled our crime. It's given billions of dollars annually to countries that are not our friends, China, Burma, Afghanistan, to name just a few, all trafficked through Mexico, uh, the, the product. Um, so it, it's cost America a great amount of money to, to you have to get rid of the black market. If you don't get rid of the black market, you're never going to solve the problem. You get rid of the black market by, the government's the only operation that can do it. Private enterprise isn't going to do this. But you can produce this stuff that they're selling for nickels and dimes. A shoe load of morphine, of extract of, of, uh, of heroin, the, the farmer sells it in Burma, say Afghanistan, just a shoe load, a kilo, two and a half pounds. That will bring in anywhere when sold on the streets of America, when it's cut and cut and cut, and it can be cut up to 20 times, it'll bring in a million and a half, say 750,000 to a million and a half. Wow on the streets of America. Now imagine how much of the, that's just a shoe load. 
and we can produce that stuff. Our medical uh, In the services, laboratories. And, yes. You know. We can do that right now. We are offering that. We have synthetic drugs that treat drug addicts. If you come in to me, I'm a doctor in a clinic, and I want to get off this. We have synthetic drugs that can wean them off the drug they're on. It's already being done, but it's not being dispensed. These people coming into these shoot-up centers, they're not being referred to clinics. They say they are, but they're not. And you go to a doctor, I'm, I'm addicted to heroin or fentanyl. Fentanyl is more an additive. Fentanyl is a total synthetic. Put it on your hand, you're going to get high. It, it's, it's packaged in cigarettes, drops, pills, whatever you want. Uh, these people, fentanyl has brought the price of addiction way down too. Before fentanyl, $150, $300 a day up to 1000 a day was a normal habit. Now a drug addict can get through fentanyl and fentanyl uh, added to different substances. You can get high for $25 to $50 a day. But you still have the addiction. It's a very fierce addiction. If you're not working, you've got to go out and get the money to buy that off the guy on the street. It's the only place that's available. Why don't we set up clinics, real clinics, to treat these people? Bring them in there. Okay, what's your problem? We have synthetics, uh, methadone, like methadone. We can wean you off of that if you want. Number one, the guy is volunteering to get off it. That motivation is a big factor in kicking a drug, drug habit. Uh, so you, you, you give them treatment to get them off it. Those people that never want to get off it, and there are going to be those people that like being addicted, or they can't help themselves. They don't have the willpower, they don't have the strength to go through the withdrawal process. Uh, you give them what they want. We can produce that stuff for nothing. That's the humane way, and give them f till the end of their life. You know, this is a humane approach. They don't have to go out and commit crime, risk being knocked on the head, or to, mm. to satisfy their craving. And it costs a lot lower with the, if the government... As I said, a shoeload of this stuff to the farmer that produces it in, in Afghanistan goes for about $30. That, when cut, trafficked, it can be divided, a shoeload, a kilo can be divided into 76,000 grams. Now, do you think this market can go away, or are you, are you talking about like the well, one no, that no, is no, around CMA, San Francisco? Understand one thing, I'm not talking about legalizing drugs, so to middle America out there and, and the people on yeah. the right, I'm not talking, what I'm talking about is extreme enforcement. Controlled environment, where, where they're doing these injection sites, they, they would Oh, you get rid of those. They're, they're shoot-up dens. Yeah. I'm talking about safe treatment centers. Treatment centers where these people come in. Number one, a lot of, a lot of drug addicts want to kick the habit. Hmm. But they, there's, there's, they have to, they're addicts. They have to steal. They have to get the money to satisfy. And the only place that does it is in the black market. We're not helping them by letting them go to the black market. We're creating our own crime problem. And so the, the proper way to do it, I know this sounds confusing and without going on all the statistics to back it up, I don't want people out there to think, oh, this guy's talking about legalizing drugs. No, you have, you enforce our drug laws. You fiercely enforce anybody carrying or selling drugs. 
you prosecute them. You so you make it stricter on oh, the drug dealers. Oh, absolutely. You don't tolerate anybody dealing drugs. You, you cut out the middle market. The government, the government's the only one that can do it. I, I'm, not, I'm not a government type of guy, but they're the only entity that they're like providing safety. Streets, cops, the government does that for a reason because private enterprise can't or won't. So you set up clinics where people can come in and be treated with government produced uh, synthetics to wean them off their habit. Well, what happens to the drug dealer, the black market? They go, they, they're, they're not getting the money. And it's a huge, huge problem in the United States. So let's think about that. Let's think it through for a while. Let's, let's provide these people with what they need so they don't have to go out and rob and steal to do it, to get what they need. Now, I know a lot of people are going to say, oh, you can't, this is encouraging drug use. Guess what? They're already there. They're already there. You're going to let them die on the street or you're going to treat them humanely in a way, not that they, they all deserve it, but you, you have to do this if you care at all about human life and reducing crime in our country. It's the only way to go because that's the number one cause of crime in our country today. And it's costing us billions that are going into the pockets of countries whose governments are allowing the production of this stuff. Do you think Burma and Afghanistan, that's their number, number yeah. one export to the biggest dummies in the world, the, the people that are using it in the United States. This is their number one export. We, we are giving them billions of dollars to turn around and create more crime in our country. Let's get smart about it. Let's beat them at their own game. Now, I might get shot tonight by a, some member from the cartel. <laughs> They're making billions on this stuff. So what about the doctors and people that work in these sites? What do they think? Well, the, most of them that work in the shoot-up centers, yeah. most of them are housing advocates. Most of them are homeless advocates. So when I talked to the doctor, I said, Doctor, what are they shooting up in there? Oh, they bring it all. We don't supply anything. So they're bringing up fentanyl-laced cocaine, fentanyl-laced uh, heroin, and they're shooting that up. How do, you, how do you monitor that? Because fentanyl is dangerous. But we don't have that. We don't have that ability to analyze what they're shooting up. We're only there to make sure they don't overdose. So we have one or two people a day overdose. And they're rushed off to the general hospital. The ambulance comes. To, in fact, I saw it myself. Uh, why are they not directed to claim, oh, we do that, we do that. I said, where is that done? A booth over there. But there's no one in the booth directing them to treatment centers, real treatment centers. And in the treatment center, is it possible, doctor, for them to get synthetic substitutes that will satisfy their craving so they don't have to go to the black market and commit crime? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, fentanyl was invented that way, and he went on to explain that. I said, so what, what is the problem with giving these people a substitute, trying to wean them off, and thereby eliminating the crime that they have to commit. Well, he didn't have an answer. He said, no, the way to end this thing is give them all a roof over their head. The mm. old homeless advocate. The housing first model. Give them housing. I, so I said, why is putting a roof over their head going to affect where they're shooting up or what they're shooting up? I said, I'm, I'm missing something here. And I was just getting into this, and they asked me what I was doing there, you know, because the only people in there were either laying on the floor 
<laughs> and I'm serious about that. You wouldn't see this in a third world mm. country. Sad. 15, 20 of them laying on a floor, completely out of their mind, defecating in their pants, doing all kinds of wow. stuff. Temporary guards running all around the place, looking things over. EMTs, the, the most truthful uh, conversation I had was with the young lady. I wouldn't use her name or, or tell you anything about her, but she said, you know, our job here is to make sure they don't overdose, but we don't always know what they're shooting up with. So when they go into convulsions or whatnot, we're right there to help them and call the, the medical authorities at General Hospital. They send an ambulance out. And I said, how's it going? Well, we were treating 50 when we opened. Now we're 200 a day. And I said, why is that? Why the increased usage of this center to do this? Well, because they can safely get here. They get their drugs, they come right here, or they can just go outside the center and buy what they need. There's drug addicts. I saw them with my own eyes all around the Tenderloin, just sitting there waiting for a, a Drug dealers, a right? Client. Wait, waiting yeah. for the client. Yeah. So we have to, again, the solution is to vigorously enforce laws, our drug laws, that, that anybody carrying or selling illegal drugs has to be prosecuted. This is killing the black, this will kill the black market. Take it away from them. Have an agency, whatever. Give them, we're set up for this. We have public health centers all throughout the United States and every city and every, t every town that can already administer this stuff. Let's produce it ourselves. Again, a, a kilo, two and a half pounds, cost some farmer in Afghanistan about $30 to produce. He sells that to another guy who then refines it and cuts it and he'll sell it to the trafficker for $150,000 to $200,000. By the time the trafficker gets it to the United States, it's cut 18 to 20 times, and it's sold in gram bags for $25 a bag. You do the math. That shoe load now has caused, is, is a, it's a million and a half top in, 750000 to a million and a half. That's what the action, that's the profit that's in it. Why are we letting these countries that are hate Essentially, us? that money is coming from theft. Exactly. The, the theft. Essentially, the theft is paying for that. The theft is paying for it. Crime in America is subsidizing that industry. And the bad guys are selling that. They're, they're creating the crime in our country. Their governments are allowing them to cultivate poppies and coca leaves and whatnot. To do what? To export to the United States. We're the largest importer of this stuff over the world. We're one-fifth of the $2.5 trillion industry. The United States is one-fifth. We're a wealthy country. We have a lot of addicts. We, I mean, uh, you can go on and on. I don't want to get into where it's been done in other countries. England attempted to correct the situation by doing this. They have it a lot more under control than we do. Uh, this is the only humane way to treat people that are addicted. Don't let them go out and commit crime to, to save their habit. Don't let them do that. And, and the criminal black market involved in drugs is killing us. It's 70,000 people across the United States last year died from fentanyl overdoses. 70,000 people. We're letting that happen. We have drugs that can, can substitute right now. Narcan, 
na what is it, Naxalone. There's drugs that, here, you got a fentanyl habit, try this, come back next week, we're gonna wean you off it. And to those people that can't make it, they're gonna, they're gonna die eventually from their habit. You gonna let them steal and commit crime between now and the time they go? They could hurt other people too in the process. Pardon? They could hurt other people in the process. Of course, of course. That's why the, the linkage center is now 200 a day. And I said, doctor, how many lives are you saving? Uh, well, we have about two a day that we're losing that overdose. They don't always die, but they go to the general hospital or they go to a clinic for treatment. I don't know of many people dying through the withdrawal drug process. Why don't we try and save lives here? Why don't we try and correct if people, motivation is everything. If a person wants to get off the, the drug addiction, it's extremely important that we try to help them. It's a tough thing to do. I've seen people go through withdrawals. I've seen this years ago. It's horrible. What they go through to try and clean themselves up of their habit, it's, it's, it's horrible. Let's help them out. Let's see if we can get them off that thing by administering the, the solution or the, the, the ingredient that cost us nothing to produce. We can produce substitutes of these drugs for nothing. We're already doing it. We're treating. That's how fentanyl came into existence for, to people, uh, treat people who are uh, depressed, to treat people who have different problems. That's how it came into existence. Now it's being used as an illegal drug. It's, and it's dated already. There's other stuff coming on the market. We're letting our enemies destroy us. China, China is the biggest producer of fentanyl. It's, it's trafficked through South America and Mexico. And it's a very high margin drug too. Oh, make. It's unbelievable, I mean, the profit. It's a synthetic, it's a synthetic, it's chemicals. Costs them nothing to produce a, a, a gallon of it, nothing. But we can come up with stuff that can actually help these people. We already have it in existence. Let's disseminate it through treatment centers, not allowing a shoot-up den. Oh, I'll go over there and shoot up whatever you, whatever you got, whatever you can steal. It's wrong. It's causing more people to do it. A lot of people go into drugs because they don't know the dangers of it. That's the other part of the program. Outside of enforcing our drug laws against dealers, and people who use it, people who carry illegal drugs, they should be prosecuted. But the other part of the coin is education. We have to educate our young people as to the dangers of these drugs. A lot of people don't know what they're, they're getting involved in. I mean, I talked to a kid on the street in San Francisco who told me he bought fentanyl cigarettes for $5 a piece, cigarettes laced with fentanyl. And he said, I, I, I smoked and I smoked a couple of them. He said, I didn't realize I craved it. This was after a couple of weeks. He was craving it. He thought he can control it because he was a smoker. I mean, this is the way it happens. I know another lady whose kid got involved. Uh, cannabis, I'm not even going to talk about that because that's legal in so many areas now that's, you know. But he got involved in minor drugs, taking pills. Uh, hallucinogenics and whatnot, and he decided to uh, experiment with fentanyl, and he died two months later. I know the family. So this is wrong. 
what we're doing is wrong. We're allowing a black market to exist that is killing us, killing our children. We're paying for it. And the, and the amount of money we're spending on crime, fighting crime that they're creating, we could set these centers up in every neighborhood across the country. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. Let's, let's go about this thing intelligently. And we're set up for it. Our public health centers are already set up for this. They won't use it that way. Now, that's a question I think you were going to ask me, why not? Because people are making money on it. That money is finding its way into the campaigns and pockets of a lot of politicians. You think the drug money is coming? Oh, sure, without a doubt, without a doubt. Why was Newsom, this is a different subject, but why was he so eager to rush into the cannabis industry and become the spokesman for the cannabis people when he was attorney general, legalizing it? Legalize it, bring it in, you know, make it all great, because that money funneled back into his campaign. There's no question about it. There's a lot of politicians, a lot of mayors, a lot of senators that are receiving money off the drug trade. Same old story. You create, you create the issue. You create the industry. Why is our homeless? We went over this in one yeah. of our first. Why is it the way it is? People are making money off providing the services to the homeless people. The nonprofits that are providing these services, they don't want homeless to go away. They don't want that because they're out of business. And the, and the, and the guys that are, oh, I want to put a roof over their head, they're going to get kickbacks from the contractors. I mean, this is, it's game. It's a game. Let's stop looking at these exploiters of human nature and start electing leaders. Listen to the guy. Listen to what he's proposing. We have to start electing different people. And that's why California is, is in the state it's in. It's bad. Every, every aspect of our quality of life is in a mess right now. Every aspect of crime, misdemeanors, felonies, sexual assaults, break-ins, shoplifting, it's up fivefold in the state right now. Uh, transportation, the cost is up. Taxes, way up, way up. Fees way up. Uh, forest fires, way up through mismanagement. Uh, I, I have a couple other things I'd have to think about, but almost every aspect that's negative in our society is due to mismanagement and non-leadership. No leadership. No one's telling us, okay, we can get out of this if we try this, run it through the legislature, have debates on it. If it looks good and it's going to solve the problem, let's try it. Let's not create any more legislation that's going to continue the problem or divide us or conquer us, you know. Now, Tony, what's our way out of this? Well, the way out of it is start, is for people to start doing their homework. The way out, we need to elect people who know how to solve problems, that have a background, have an intelligence, that have the public trust at their heart. We need to elect people. Now, this is going to be a hard one for some people to understand. This is a majority rule society. Regardless of race, color, or creed, if you're not able to solve problems for the majority of people, you're not doing your job. That majority is made up of all kinds of races, all kinds of different persuasions. So you have to 
make decisions that affect the majority of people. Otherwise, it becomes minority rule. And minority rule is subject to all the stuff that these people are doing. Tony Hall, former San Francisco County Supervisor, it was great to have you on California Insider. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it.